This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Coming up today, a big bite on a big lake for opening weekend. We'll check in with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports in Black Duck. Fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing, ball bunkin' country Get away and experience Bemidji's great outdoors. Discover the first city on the Mississippi with the whole family. And enjoy unique lodging, encouraging hospitality, and great adventures in a pristine Northwoods setting. With over 400 lakes for fishing, more than 160 miles of bike trail, and amazing campsites, Bemidji is a unique destination to create lasting memories. Go to visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points to further. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, checking in today with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports in Black Duck. We are done with opening weekend. We're about to find out how it went. Carl, welcome back to the show. Good to have you in today. Well, it, it, I'm so excited just to have summer here. It's, uh, it, the, the end of winter just lasted a little too long, and it, and it seemed like it lasted until just before this opener, and all of a sudden it got just beautiful weather. And, and all of a sudden, it's summer. It, it, it feels good. It really does feel good. And, yeah, I mean, about three weeks ago, I was really doubtful whether we'd have a lot of open water for the opener. But when it went, it went. And we were able to do that. And from what I'm hearing, Carl, a pretty good opener. And certainly uh, from the reports you're just telling me about, a very good opener up in your neck of the woods. Yeah, and, and on, late, on late ice years, it does seem like Red Lake's the first place to heat up. And it was fantastic, yeah. You know, the, the limits have actually went up because the population was so good on the lake, and uh, the fish uh, cooperated. I, I rarely heard anything but their best trip ever from almost everybody that uh, had been up there. It was just a fantastic uh, opening weekend. The weather couldn't have been much nicer, and the fish cooperated on that lake anyways. Yeah, and, I, and you know, you're right. It is a great lake, and it does have some really good op- opening weekends. Uh, and I think you're right. I mean, when it comes to the late ice out, it seems to be a good one. I'm guessing Jiggin' Minnow, as uh, as most lakes probably were this weekend. It was. It was primarily Jiggin' Minnow. That's what most guys are doing. It, it was a really good bite. You saw a few more guys playing with plastics because uh, it was frequent that you heard 100 fish days. It wasn't, uh, um, you know, it wasn't work hard to get your limit. It was catch lots of fish. So when you have your limit, people played with a lot of other things. Talked to a lot of guys who caught fish trolling crankbaits. That water warmed up really fast up there where, you know, surface temps were in the in the low 50s uh, the whole weekend up there. So you, you saw people doing other things besides jigging a minnow, but there was a lot of people up there, and most of them were jigging a minnow, and it was as productive as anything. It, uh, if you wanted to do something else, though, um, you know, that was the one lake where it was warm enough where I did talk to guys that trolled spinners and caught fish. I did talk to guys that trolled cranes and caught fish. Uh, the guys were casting different plastics. Guys were messing around with other things because they knew they could catch their fish doing, uh, you know, one way or the other. They were going to catch them. All right. And, and, of course, I'm assuming they were in their usual spots. Nothing surprising there, I'm guessing. 
shallow water, three to six foot, all along the shoreline, kind of spread out all over because the you know the water you know the water was kind of warmed all over along the shoreline. There wasn't a lot of wind, um, you know. And then what we did have was kind of east, so it was that whole east shoreline, north shoreline, south shoreline. I heard good reports everywhere. Well, and this uh, goes to your uh, role as uh, as a business owner. You mentioned jigging minnow. It sounds like everybody was able to get minnows, including you. Probably. Yes, you know we had a we had a good weekend um, for keeping up with bait. I was really nervous going into it. There's been some shortages, um, but we actually made it through the whole weekend with uh, with spot tail shiners, fatheads, rainbows. Uh, didn't run out of any of uh, any of the key minnows, and and uh, we had a good weekend. How's it looking going forward? I. Still makes me nervous, but I think things are starting to, you know, we've had open water for a little while, and if we went to have this beautiful, nice weather, the shortages would have been a lot worse. But this helped some minnows trap. It helped both the shiners and the fatheads trap, so we were able to, to keep up on the minnows because of, of the nice weather that also got a few extra fishermen out there. But it, uh, um, I think this warm weather is going to warm things up and, and the bait situation. Though it may it may be affected all summer long, there's going to be a little bit of shortage of some fatheads, especially. But at least in the short term, this warm weather is, is has warmed things up enough where there are some minnows getting caught. Okay, and of course you uh, you heard from the people who were fishing, but you were also up there yourself a little bit. Um, lots of people on the water, I'm guessing. There was lots of people on the water. You know, I I kind of timed it right on the times when I went up there. I went up in there. In the afternoons, um, you know, so many people get up there early. Try to beat the rush. It's really hard to do because there's so many people getting up there early. Uh, you go in the middle of the day and you got some people coming off, some people going on. But if you get to the latter part of the day, a lot of the guys have already left. You got open, uh, open spots and, you know, I'm close enough where I can run up there for, for an afternoon and, and, uh, catch fish and not have to stay till dark because, uh, they bite the whole time up there. They, they pretty much bit, uh, from morning till dark, uh, from everybody you talked to this weekend. It was pretty good can't imagine it can stay that good forever um not, <laughs> not with as many fishes are in there and, and it just you know something's going to happen where it slows down at least a little but right now that bite there is as, as good as i've seen red lake and red lake is is typically a really good lake so. it typically is and the thing about red lake uh and with, with zebra mussels in a lot of other lakes now changing some things red lake is still one of those lakes that uh, is not so much um you know um um light dependent it it, it it can bite throughout the day they do it's probably the best daytime you know if the sunshine and lake that you'll find anywhere in the for walleyes that i've seen um just because it's it's not clear it's pretty dark water and you know the a lot of lakes you need wind to kind of stir things up on red when it starts stirring things up the fish kind of move out of their favorite feeding spots because it gets so stirred up in there because it's, their feeding spots are so shallow that it'll actually kick some mud and stuff in there and if it gets too windy, it'll slow it down. Um, but we had, you know, no strong winds, uh, had just kind of ideal conditions, perfect for the fishermen and perfect for red lake walleyes. Okay. Well, that was uh, great news, and I think everybody was just dying to fish regardless. Uh, but it's always more fun when you're catching a bunch. So at least on Red Lake, they were catching a bunch. That is exactly the case. What did you hear from any other lakes in the area? Well, that was the other lakes weren't quite as cooperative. Uh, you know, I think fishing in general was a little slow on most of the other lakes. You know, I talked about how everything warmed up fast in that shallow lake on red, that's dark water, that sun really affected it and they heated up really fast. But most of our other lakes um, did not, you know, it wasn't a long time. They weren't open for a long time. You know, they were open for, for just over a week before opener. 
and even lakes that are usually pretty good, like like Blastic, which usually heats up and uh, was a little slow. I think we needed we need some uh, we need a little bit more of this warm weather, which we're getting. I think things will start picking up. But um, you know, some of the big lakes like Winnie uh, were still good. Lake of the Woods was still really good. But but a lot of our our normal lakes that are are pretty decent. I I didn't hear good reports for Blackfoot or or uh, Bemidji or you know I, there was some fish on Round and Island, but nothing was fantastic except for you know Red. Red was the one really really good lake, and you know some of the other big lakes that have been good like Winnie was still pretty good. But a lot of our lakes were a little off, like like opener like the lakes just opened up a week ago which they did sure. so I, I think things will get better he's carl adams of timberline sports and black duck we got a lot more to cover with carl later on in the show but up next we're going to take a quick preview of some of the big events in the fishing scene coming up in the next month or so hi this is chuck Hassey on paul bunyan country outdoors doing my part to keep kev jackson employed for another year if you're fascinated by what you're hearing today Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University it's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Missile Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoor. Well, tournament time is coming, and in fact, the first of the Bemidji tournaments is this Saturday with the Gary Newell Memorial Walleye Tournament at the Bemidji Eagles Club. Then there's the Triple Crown of Paul Bunyan Country Walleye Tournaments. The first will be June 2nd and 3rd, the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. I'll be there for the championship weigh-in on Saturday at uh, Walker City Park. There are 155 teams with a top prize of $15,400. Fishing ends at 3 p.m. Saturday the 3rd, and the boats come back in. Weigh-in will follow. The following Saturday, June 10th, is the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. 100 teams are competing for $12,600. I'll be there for the championship weigh-in as well, with fishing ending at 4 p.m. and prize drawings, including the big KC Walleye Classic raffle, beginning at 5.30. The Top Ten Showdown is set for 6 p.m. at the Lake Bemidji Waterfront. And a couple of weeks after that, the legendary Graha Walleye Shootout on Lake Pacagama. In addition, the 4th Annual Lucan's Village Foods United Way Tournament is coming July 22nd and 23rd. Once again this year, there's a walleye and bass division with great prizes for the top finishing youth, largest fish, and more. And this year, the United Way of Bemidji area is teaming up with Lakes United Way in the Brainerd-Baxter area, giving anglers a ton more water to fish. In addition to all lakes with the public access in Beltrami, Hubbard, and Clearwater counties, anglers can now fish lakes in Cass, Crow Wing, and Aitken counties. That includes Leech, the Cass chain, and half of Winnie, along with the Gull and Whitefish chains. Just download the Fish Donkey app if you don't have it already and get registered there. No rules meeting or in-person weigh-in, and more details are coming soon. Plus, Bemidji's Take a Kid Fishing event is coming on the 7th, and Fishing Has No Boundaries is set for June 24th and 25th. We'll check back in with Carl next. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. 
Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We are checking back in with Carl Adams of Timberline Sports and Black Duck. And Carl, we're going to have another very warm week. I don't expect that to change the bite um, anytime, you know, in the next week or two. But we keep having warm weather. About how long do you anticipate the good shallow bite uh, is going to go before we have to start thinking about some other uh, ways of doing it? Well, again, I think uh, that a lot of our lakes, you know, we think it was super warm and the weather was fantastic, but we didn't have a, they they had just lost their ice just a little while ago. So it's going to take some wind, you know, that surface temp farms up, but it's going to take some wind mixing it before we get good fishing uh, or, you know, before it warms up a lot. So I don't think it's going to change things. I think we're going to have really, um, really good fishing for a while coming up. Um, for this bugin and minnow type bite, and a lot of the lakes, uh, you know, really haven't started. They'll get better. Um, you know, typically uh, Memorial Day is like the peak of the jig and a minnow, but the other things are starting, and I think we're kind of on pace for that to still be the case. So uh, we should have really, really good fishing. The population on red uh, is fantastic, so I think that lake's going to stay good all summer. Um, and it would be the be the thought, and, and at least when the wind's not blowing, so if we have nice weather, that lake is. Uh, is going to be really good, um, and I think our other lakes uh, are all going to be better than they were this weekend. So it really should be stacking up for a really nice summer, and, and it feels like summer, and the forecast looks good. So it's 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 uh, getting us all excited. All right, yeah, I think it, it most definitely is is getting us all excited. That is for sure. And of course, uh, everything's all about the walleye now, and uh, it'll be a while. We'll start hearing about more species, more people going after other things, but. Uh, everybody wanted to go for the walleye, but did you happen to hear from anybody who stumbled on anything else? I heard of a few copies, but again, uh, most most people weren't, and it. I think things were still probably a little bit on the early side for a lot of your copies and bluegills, but I think this week will change that. I think by this upcoming weekend, if you wanted to go chase copies, I think the copies will start to be fighting some warm water. Um, you know, they're not going to be quite spawning yet, but the bluegill bite is going to start. I think all of this this warm weather is going to kick everything off, and we'll be in full swing for the next couple weeks. Okay, well, it, you know, we we wanted, we just desperately wanted to have a good weekend on the water the way things went this spring, and it certainly sounds like we did. I think everybody was just happy to fish, and those that were on Red Lake were having a blast. Uh, and, and as you noted, I think that's going to continue well, any advice um, for for anglers? I mean, besides the stuff we covered, anything else we should be thinking about? Well, the one thing we got to remind people is to try to get out on the water right away because uh, this this nice weather uh, and this great bite well, won't, won't last forever. Pretty soon, it'll be middle of summer and it'll be a little bit tougher. Um, but but really, you know, when we have uh, nice days like this, uh, a trip to Red is just a phenomenal fishery. That's, it's kind of the place to go when you have, uh, 
have this, uh, you know, nice weather. And then if the wind's blowing, then you pick one of the other lakes where those lakes usually get better when the wind's blowing. Red slows down a little bit, so then you can fish some of those other lakes. But if a guy can get out and fish this time of year, it's a, it's a wonderful time to get out. And the, the bite really is just starting already, and it's just going to get better for the next couple weeks. Yeah, and if you uh, do uh, have some flexibility or the type of person that doesn't have to fish the same lake all the time, you can really have a great, you know, couple of months here because, you know, about uh, Memorial Day is typically when I notice Bemidji really starting to kick in, and that goes for a good month. And, uh, you know, June is just a wonderful time to fish in general weather-wise and the fact that a lot of species are biting. So we're we're, uh, kicking off what what should be a really good month-to-month-and-a-half of fishing. You are correct. All right, Carl. um, If people are looking to uh, get some advice and get the stuff they need for fishing, uh, what are your hours at Timberline Sport? We open at 530 every day, and we're open until 10 at night on the early part of the week. And then as uh, Thursdays through Saturdays, we're open until 11. Um, And stop at any time. We're usually here a little before 5. I'm usually here a little before 5, so a lot of times we're open early on those busy days. But... uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good bite this year, and it's, it's nice to see summer here. All right. Carl, before we wrap it up, we gotta we got to put you through a fast five. Can you handle that? I think I can handle it. Okay, here we go. Fast five. Did I stutter? Question number one, uh, what is your favorite pizza? I'm probably an all-meat guy. Oh. You can't really go wrong with any kind of meat, so if you... <laughs> And if you, but if you put them all on there, then it's even better, yeah. Okay. Is there a particular place you like your pizza from? Uh, you know, we sell hot stuff pizzas here, but they're all good. They're all good. I like pizza from every place. <laughs> you can't go wrong with pizza. That's a fact. Question number two. If you uh, were told you can only fish one body of water for the rest of your life, what is that body of water? Uh, that would be a really tough one because I like so many different lakes. Um, but I would probably, if I could pick a chain, if you could take something like the Cast Lake chain where you can jump into a few other different lakes, um, that would, would probably have to be something like that so you, didn't, you weren't stuck on just one lake where you could actually jump onto a chain where you can drive from all from one lake. Okay. Just trying to bend the rules. I like it. Yes, yes. <laughs> bend as much as I can because I like a lot of different lakes. I know. Question number three, going back to your school days, Carl, what was your favorite class? Well, probably Fayette. <laughs> <We did. laughs> but uh, I liked all of them. I didn't mind school, but I didn't like them all. But uh, nobody, nobody disliked Fayette. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Question number four, overall, it's your last meal on earth. What are you going to have? Well, it'd be hard not to want walleyes at least this time of year. If I had just had them, maybe then I want a good steak or something else. But uh, um, yeah, it, it depends on what I've had the last few days. But right now, I'm still thinking about those nice walleyes. So they are a good meal. They are. That's a fact. And finally, question number five. I think I know the answer to this. I hope I know the answer to this. Vikings or Packers? Oh, it's the Vikings for sure. Oh, thank goodness. That, that means you can be on the show yeah. again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll uh, get a Super Bowl before they get their next one, right? Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> we hope so. And there's plenty of cheeseheads that do live in Minnesota, but uh, we forgive them. We forgive them. So. <laughs> we do indeed. 
Carl Adams from Timberline Sports, thanks for stopping by today, and uh, we'll talk again soon. That sounds perfect. Thank you.